Does your brand or business want to reach thousands of mums in Australia or around the world? Well, the best way to let them know about what you have to offer is to jump into their ears right here with us on the podcast. That's right. We are an independent mum-run podcast. And if you think your brand would enrich the lives of our DLs, or you just want your business shouted from the rooftops, slide on into our inbox and let's talk about how you can partner with us to get your brand out there. Yes. Come and join the potty fam. Email partnerships at we don't have time for this.com to talk turkey. Hey bestie. Do you know what I don't have time for? Oh my god, I love this podcast so much, you guys. Hey Rebs. Hi Jim and Rams. Do you know what I don't have time for this week? Imposter Thank you. Hello, it's Friday again. Welcome to Bestie Hotline. Bring bring. I'm Kate Rebs, and here's my co-host, Gemma Penis. What? Peanut. Gemma Penis? Why not? Shake it up. Gemma Penis. Like you said, another Friday rolling it's like, around. It's like if you were a super A-list famous person, that would be your porn star equivalent. Well, like, it's a bit, on. it's not clever enough to be porn star. It needs to be way more tacky. Well, yeah, Gem- it would be you, but with a penis. Gemma Penis. Oh, heckers. Yeah, heckers. Anyway, <laughs> welcome everyone to uh, Friday where we turn people's dilemmas into dilemonade. Yep, and apparently Kate told us kate's our manager everybody she told us we have a man calling in today <gasps> a, a boy male dl a dl with a dick a dl with a dick but not dom because we always thought we had one male listener yeah. dom dom we love you dom we love you dom but now we've got another one what's his name his name is adam should adam, we see what he has to say adam penis adam. <laughs> <laughs> all right hey besties you know what i don't have time for what don't you have time getting for? getting back onto the dating apps oh preach my husband and i separated towards the end of december it's now March, things have moved forward and it's time to get back into it. And I have no idea where to start or if it's the right time. How long should you wait before you get onto the apps? Oh, Adam. Wow, he's not fucking around. The gays do not fuck around. <laughs> or they do fuck around. <laughs> like it was, We broke up in December. I'm like, December was last week. I know. <laughs> I love it. What do you reckon, Jem? I mean, for me, when he said December, I initially thought December 2020. And I was like, <laughs> girlfriend, it's time to jump it's on the time. wagon. Get back on the horse. But uh, yeah, December was uh, simply 10 weeks ago. All I would say is if you're thinking about it, part of your brain's ready. Yeah. Because if you're thinking about you want to get out there, I mean, go for it. Just... You just got to know what you want out of it. Is dating a little bit like your first day of school or starting a new job Mm. where you need to go through the motions of that first day? Get that under your belt, done, and then you can kind of get into the swing of it properly. Like, did you do a first date that was like, all right, I just need to have the experience? Oh my God, mine was awful. Oh no. My first Bumble date was awful. Talk it up. Well, I knew in the first 60 seconds I didn't want to be there. Why? Because he was awful. Yes, yes, yes. But let's give us give us more detail. Was it something he said? Was it his demeanor? Everything about him, you know? You just was it how he looked? First 60 seconds. Yep. That has to be a bit of a, oh, I'm not physically attracted to you. You don't get to know someone and in the first 60 seconds. And he was super tall, which, uh, you know, into that. Had a real job. Look, look, the banter had been good. The app banter had been great. But looking back, I don't know if the banter had had been great or if I'd been great in the banter do you know what I mean uh, <laughs> like, you were too busy worrying because it was your first foray yes. into the apps you were probably like I need to come across as xyz I Clever need to and be likable yeah. I want them to like me yeah. not actually thinking 
Do I like them? Yeah. Are they giving me good chat? Yeah. And just setting it up, right? Like as the woman in a hetero dating scenario, you know, you get ready. It takes you 40 minutes. You have a shower, you blow dry your hair, you put your face on, you pick an outfit, you send photos of your outfit to your girlfriends. You know, I need a nap already. It's the whole time investment that you make. And then to turn up and in the first 60 seconds be like, nah, (laughs) swipe left. (laughs) It's just demoralizing. Did he catfish you in terms of his photos were too good to be true? Or his best foot forward? He definitely put his best foot forward. It wasn't that though. He was just like, we had different worldviews. Like he said something borderline sexist in the first minute. Then he said, he's really killing it. Then he said something borderline racist. He just like, he stunk of privilege. He was, you know, he's a stockbroker. I mean, I knew that before, but then, you know, you're kind of hopeful. Maybe they're the good one. You know, (laughs) No, it wasn't my vibe. He said a few things and I was like, Oh, we're ne- like I'm gonna hate you. I'm gonna hate you really quickly. And then he was like, "Should we get another bottle?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a school night. Gotta go. Bye." So in that case scenario, mm-hmm. you need a text code with your bestie. I know. I need to be able to send you an emoji or something, and you call me. Yes. I, I just can... think like people know when you're getting the emergency call that it's not real. No way. You I reckon? Th- yeah. Like I went on a date with someone else who literally said to me, "And then you can get your emergency call." from your girlfriends if you're not having fun and I was like oh (laughs) but I might actually so there really is no out there's no out so no I can't stand tolerating people longer than I have to no and especially not when you're like a tired single mum you know I was literally sitting on this date thinking I could be watching maths on the couch with an ice cream right now and how good for me that's the perfect night yeah and instead I was drinking wine with someone I instantly hated in that scenario would you then turn it into a game I feel like if it was me I would then like deliberately poke the bear yeah and deliberately make him expose himself for being the racist misogynist that they are I seriously considered saying do you know what I'm gonna stop us right here I'm not feeling like I really (gasps) thought about doing that because I've heard people do that when you get into the apps and you're dating long enough that you get the confidence and you're just like I'm not wasting any more time yeah like just say you know what I'm not feeling it I'm gonna go home now and have a bath And I kind of wish I'd done that because it would have... But it was your first date. My first one. So I was like, okay. But then I'm walking home. I was like, is this what I'm up for? Am I going to have to do lots of these? Is this going to be months of this? Like, ah. But I'm going to pass on to Adam, our DL, what my millennial dating guru friend Lucy told me. She's like, babe, don't go on a face-to-face first of all, straight away. (gasps) FaceTimes. I was going to say phone call. <laughs> FaceTime. She's like, you got to do two, three FaceTimes to just check there's vibe. I actually can't imagine what that would feel like because I've never FaceTimed oh. a stranger. No. So my mate, Lisa, who is also a single mom, she's about two, three years ahead of me. So I defer to her for all these things. She like aggressively dated for like two years before she met her boyfriend. And I was with her and she's like, oh, there's this guy who wants to meet. I'm just going to quickly FaceTime him. And she would just like whack up a FaceTime, like, hey. And then she'd hang up and be like, nah, no vibe next (laughs) i mean i have to admire the efficiency of that Mm -hmm. because we don't have time no and i wonder if adam has kids because that is a whole other part to this kind of dating yeah like i think i texted you and in our girlfriend's group chat the other day i put something like dating at this stage is like way more baggage but much better wine yes and that's the vibe you know like you go on proper dates people take you to nice places or you take people to nice places you drink nice wine you're not in the pub drinking gross cat piss sauvignon blanc and like you know shitty picnic shitty picnic (laughs) wondering what time you get to like leave the place you know like it's 
a higher quality date, but everyone comes with all their shit, you know? Yeah. So in terms of your dating journey so far, what percentage of men are divorced with kids versus those who are not? Well, I've met less people with kids than without. And like, I got the sense from a couple that they're kind of fetishized the single mum thing. And I was like, nah. Like I've I've had one guy be like, whoa, hottest single mum on Bumble. And I was like, nah hard pass like it's not cute or attractive to me to be hot single like milf vibes but do you think there's also a layer of well they get what it is to be a parent yes yes well they get my children yes. are they going to find them irritating you know that's what I would immediately think is if I were to get divorced I don't know if I would ever want to date a guy that doesn't have kids I don't necessarily. think I want to no I mean it would be a lot easier in some ways like your mum did it right like she did her husband never had kids so they never had to go through the blending the family and you know well they did because he became part of your family but there wasn't like two kids on both sides to blend together and that's a whole thing you know it is a whole thing but I think there's that silent contract of I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which my mum couldn't do with her husband. There was a lot of explaining. Mm. No, this behaviour is normal or this is how we do things. Like, this is just my life as a mum. This is kids. This is how they are sometimes. And as for my stepdad, who is truly, he's an amazing, amazing guy. Like, he just loves the shit out of my mum. They are best friends. They're goals. They're goals. And I think I can say this candidly, but like... My stepdad catches up with a lot of his friends now that he's retired. So they spend their days supboarding or bike riding, whatever men in their 50s who are retired do. <laughs> and he does these like breakfast clubs with them where they get a croissant and a coffee and go down the beach together Delightful. and chat. But he was saying that they all complain about their wives. Like most of them yeah. do. And he sits there and bless him. He was like, and Gemma, I don't have anything to contribute because... I love Phil. I don't know. I don't have anything to complain about. He's proper obsessed with her. It's beautiful. But I wonder if that's because he never had kids. Oh, you know? Oh my God. I have so much to say on this. Yes. Yes. I have so much to say on this because, you know, people always like, oh, you're going to have another baby and then you're going to have two baby daddy. But I'm like, oh my God, I think there is something so romantic about choosing not to have kids with someone. Like, that is the ultimate romance at this stage of life, yeah. right? Like, go, no, let's choose the relationship yes. over creating a family, having kids, blah, blah, blah. So, now, yeah. I find this really interesting because I know that you have divorced friends yes. who are actively looking for partners that they can make yes. more babies with because yes. they don't feel complete with yeah. the babies they currently have, yes. which is a whole other dynamic. Depends what you're coming from, what you had the first time. Like, I really won the lotto with my baby daddy. Like, you know, we have two gorgeous, healthy kids we had them at the perfect time in our lives. They're everything we could ever need. And so I feel like I had a beautiful experience yes. through having my kids, right? I've got some friends who, you know, they weren't in love with their partner, but they did the kid thing. and, they, and Band-aid they, fix. Yeah, and they want to know what it's like to have a child with someone they really love and have that experience. And I get that. And same for weddings. Like, I don't feel the need to get married again, but I've got girlfriends who are like, my wedding was awful and I was doing it for X, Y, Z, and I would love to have the experience of yes. really committing to someone in that ceremony that I want to be with or whatever. Whereas you had a spectacular wedding. Yeah, it was a great done night. It. Done all that. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, no, I would like to just find 
find a great person. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for the kids, the wedding, the doing all that again. Yes. I'm looking, not looking for a redux. Do you know what I mean? See, I think that takes the pressure off. So much pressure off. Significantly. So then you're texting me being like, isn't there just like a young guy you can have fun with? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't think that sounds fun. I don't know. Anyway, back to our DL. <laughs> How do we make this all about me? Sorry, Adam. I would say if you're thinking about it, just dip your toe in. Like get on the apps and have a go and just hold your boundary. Like if it's feeling too much for you or if you don't feel it. I mean, I'm giving this advice. I don't think I could take this advice because I'm a people pleaser. And I'm like, oh, let's make everybody feel good all the time at the detriment to my own mental health. But I would just say what I've learned from the millennials who are amazing at the app dating because they grew up on it. I know. They like, all... I, I, I actually can't imagine updating in our early 20s. No. Like they've learned the most incredible boundaries. But and, also communication. And communication. So I got my friend Lucy. She even like, I've got a screenshot of what she sends to people when she's not feeling it. Amazing. And it's like, I've sent this so many times, use this. It's really well written. It's like, I think you're lovely. I've really enjoyed getting to know you, but I don't see this going any further. Thanks for the time. And I wish you all the best. Or something like really <laughs> whatever. Like, it's like, it's so sanitary. It's like, As my previous email, <laughs> yes. not into you. <laughs> So, you know, I think, Adam, if you're feeling like you want to go have some fun or if you're ready to meet someone, yeah, that's the tricky part. I think it depends if Adam left the relationship or was left. Yes. I feel like that's a totally different vibe. Oh, my goodness. Definitely. Because it sounds like he's ready. Or we think. We think. We don't know. But, yeah, he sounds like he was already mentally, emotionally yeah. out of the last relationship if it's taken this short period of time that he's even questioning dating. I know people who have broken up and it took years yes. because they were nursing a broken heart. Yeah. They weren't ready to face the idea of seeing other people yet. Yeah. And that's really hard to like put that on other people yeah. if you're not. If your light isn't on, as we say. Yep. For reference, everyone, that's a sex in the city term that we use amongst our girlfriends. Like when someone's light is on, as in when the taxi is available, they yeah. put their light on. You can always tell when you meet someone if their light is on or if they're not sure. It would so surprise me that someone would put themselves through dating being unsure. Well, I don't know if I was sure if I was ready yeah. when I got on the apps. I was just like, oh, look, it's time. Like I can't sit around on these kid free nights and just feel miserable. Like I've got to do something different. And I definitely went into it having zero expectations but also not really knowing what I was there for. I wasn't like, I want to meet someone to spend the rest of my life with. For sure. I can't say I was like that. You know, it was just like, well, I guess this is what you do. You get back out there. I I can see the novelty of the experience of that wears off. So fast. I imagine it would. Like when I jumped on Tinder, I reckon I got sent like eight dick pics in the space of three days. Joy. Joy. And then you're like, cool, this is awful. Like I'm literally <laughs> on a Zoom and my phone buzzes and I look, oh, someone's dick oh. in the bright light of day. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much. Love it here. Men are awful. Goodbye. <laughs> Hello, Bumble. Less Hello, dick Bumble. pics in, on Bumble? No, I haven't had one Bumble dick pic. Great. Yeah. yeah. Seems like a more serious about dating space. Well, I think because the woman has to have the intro. Right. So that's what Bumble's whole thing is. The woman does the intro. So you match and then it's up to the woman to speak first. Although I got matched with a woman and I was like, well, who goes? Oh. Yeah. So you swiped right on a woman. No, I swiped. She came up and I was like, this is fascinating. I haven't put down that I'm looking. So I swiped right to see what would happen. And we matched and I was like, oh, shit. I'm not really up for this. (laughs) 
But I was just fascinated by like, well, who talks first? I guess someone just leaps. Do we both get to do it? Like, what does the algorithm do in that scenario? Fascinating. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I think, Adam, look, I have no experience in this, (laughs) so I feel like I have no expertise to offer here. But I would say leap before you're ready. I say that to everyone about everything. And what's the worst case scenario? I always like looking at the worst case Mm. scenario. And if the worst case scenario is that you go, it's not for me. And you delete the app and you can revisit it at a time where you've got a little more certainty that you're ready. Can I put forward a worst case? Not worst case, but a tricky case. Yeah. What if you meet someone amazing, but you're not quite ready? That's tricky. I've been there. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You have been there. Yep. Talk it up. Well, DLs, when Hubs and I reconnected over in the US, I was still very deep in the throes of nursing a very broken heart. And he was so keen, so ready. His light was on. His light was beaming from (laughs) space. That's how on it was, bless him. (laughs) He had sirens going. (laughs) Yeah. And mine was a dim ember of a light. And it was tricky to navigate because he started to read into my behavior as, "Mm, I smell stalling tactics. Is she that into me? And I had to express to him, it became a game of communication with as much clarity as possible. But it's funny how he didn't buy it Mm. because mine was, no, I like you so much. I want to be with you, but I don't think it's fair on you to throw myself in while my heart isn't fully repaired. Mm. I have this weird thing about I need it to be repaired. But repairing your heart from heartbreak takes years. If ever. If ever. Mm. So I just took the leap with still a fractured heart. Mm. And the deeper I went into my relationship with hubs, the faster it kind of repaired. And Mm. then one day I didn't even realize that I was hurting anymore. I was just happy, but it took time, but it was a patience game for him because I was, I would struggle with being on the other end. It is hard. Like, Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to put myself on the other foot and I would struggle because again, we were in our late twenties where the bullshit goes away where Mm. it's like, are you in or are you out? Like we were at that stage. So he was a little bit like, like, I'm here, I'm in, I want babies with you. And I was saying, I want all that too, but give me time. Yeah, like, what does that mean? Yeah, because if you right? told your friend that, they'd be like, oh, he's just not into you. Yeah. Give you time. What does that mean? Oh, not ready for a relationship. That just means not ready for a relationship with you. You know, yeah. like you tell yourself all that stuff. But no, I, I actually really get it. Like, yeah, it's hard and it feels unfair. But like, that's not how life works. No. If you meet someone and both your lights on and everything's perfect and all the stars align and all the situation's perfect, I mean, you just don't hear of that. No. That really only happens in your 20s when no one's got as much baggage. Or any responsibilities to anyone else. Yeah. Like in your early 20s, you're solely responsible yeah. for you. And like, I come with two people. Yeah. You know? like It's a lot to consider. And I'm never, ever gonna like farm my kids out to make room for a man or like explain away their behavior because they're being annoying whatever they're young kids they're allowed Mm -hmm. to be themselves and they will always be at home and comfortable with me so it's a whole thing to navigate just swinging back around to my stepdad something that I found really interesting between my mum and him is that they consciously made an agreement together that he was never going to parent us Mm. he said I don't want to be their dad yeah they have a dad they have a dad. I'm not interested in stepping into the role of dad. I'll do my best to be a good male role model in their lives, which he absolutely was. But he was more like, 
a funkle, <laughs> a fun uncle. <laughs> totally. And he was the larrikin and the and at times annoying. Yeah, we yeah, all have yeah. that fun uncle where it's like, okay, now you're annoying me. <laughs> all of that stuff. He left all the parenting to my mum. He mm. didn't discipline us and it's what worked for them. Yeah. I would not be comfortable parenting another woman's children. Mm. Oh, interesting. So even if you dated a guy with kids yeah. and even though you could go with our powers combined, we are the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Like super blended family where they get two mums and two dads, yeah. but actually... No, they have a mum. And I would never want to take anyone else's place mm. as a mum. I would like to be a funkel. That'd be cool. But to I, someone else's kids. Yeah, but yeah. I think... A fanti? <laughs> a fanti. <laughs> Somehow it doesn't sound quite as... <laughs> a fanti. Not as oh fun. Oh my God. I don't know. I feel as a... Uh, who knows? I'm nowhere near this. I know, but let's just nowhere entertain. Nowhere near this, but I'm going to go through my two friends who are navigating this. I think the optimum role as a step whatever or as their dad's partner would be show them what real love is. Like model true love. Like love their father so hard, so much, so beautifully, so openly that they get to see a beautiful model of love. Yes. That is a role I could step into. Yes. And feel really comfortable about that wouldn't be crossing anyone's boundaries or doing anything toxic. And I would want that in return. Definitely. All I want from, if I bring a partner into my family of me and my two kids, all I would want them to do is to model respect, respect, yeah. love, yep. big love, big, beautiful love of me. Yeah. So that my kids can grow up witnessing that kind of love and want that for themselves. Yeah. And yep. they would in turn grow up believing they're worthy of yes. that level of yes, love. Yes, that's what I would want. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing and absolutely something to strive for. So there you go, Adam Penis. Yeah, go on, jump on the apps. Can you report back, Adam? Jump on. Jump on, have a few and like let us know about some dates. Yeah, do you just need to like have sex with another man? Yeah, maybe you just need to go have sex. I mean, that's not hard to achieve. Yeah. (laughs) It's easy to find someone to have sex with. You don't want to have bad sex, though. Not after you've come out of a relationship. Bad sex is just depressing. Have you had that experience? No, not yet. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> but I would not do anything for the depression. I no. Don't think. No. Yeah. The idea of that irks me. Yeah. 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 You think you're past the bad sex phase of your life? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, Adam, can you please let us know how you go? Yes, keep us posted. The DLs are always requesting follow-ups on dilemmas that are ongoing. Yes. In progress. So if you've been on Bestie Hotline, give us an update and we'll do a report next week. Slide on in, guys. Good luck, Adam. You know, good on you. Yeah. I feel like it's easier for the guys. I mean, I don't know what Adam's personal style is, but if he doesn't have to spend an hour doing his hair and makeup, it's just a lot easier to just jump on a few dates. You could get three in a weekend. It sounds exhausting. It is exhausting. But, you know, the more you do, the more strike rate you have. Yeah, but do you know what I will say is good for our DLs community with you going on these dates and putting in effort is we get great not spawns of product (laughs) and makeup happy to help we appreciate it Rebsy happy to be the single correspondent (laughs) from the other side (laughs) love it love it happy Friday bitches happy Friday we hope you're enjoying a body and a potty and uh, we love you see you next week bye bye